Clearwater Historical Society podcast, History Speaks. My name is Allison Dolan. I'm the president of the Clearwater Historical Society. Today we're going to learn about Clearwater Beach and growing up on Clearwater Beach with Sue Broman. Boshan. Boshan. Close. Yeah. I'm getting good. Um, Alan Welp. Weatherill. Weatherill. And um, Lou Homer. I got one of them right. That's pretty good for me. So, <laughs> so Susan's going to interview, Susan Ranieri's going to interview everyone, and we're going to learn about growing up in Clearwater and growing up on the beach. You moved here in 1958? Yep, moved here in 58. I was eight years old. We lived on Fort Harrison. My mom and dad had uh, uh, the, the cat business on Clearwater Beach, so uh, that's where our life started. I went to Northward instead of Southward. And then Clearwater Junior High, and then I was the first graduating class from Kennedy, and then Clearwater High. Fabulous. Yeah, you knew my so. brother. Did you go to Clearwater Junior High on Greenwood? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, so did I. And Lewis, you were born here? Yep, born yeah. playing class of 46, yeah. 23 December 1946. Really, mine's 22nd of December 1946. Dick Perkins, <laughs> I called him, he'll be here next time. He was born 19 uh, December, and I followed up uh, right soon after that. And Suzanne? Born here again, Morton Plant Special, 1948. Yeah. We're all Morton Plant babies. Yes. There was a Morton Plant Baby Club at one time. I got my certificate. <laughs> Did you really? Go I didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> you can get one of those, Luke. I may have. Uh, mother had all those in uh, my fabulous ex-wife. Uh, uh, I think gave anything I got back to uh, my brother and his oh. wife. And Amen. Okay, what, what, Alan, what do you remember most about Clearwater Beach growing up? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't start off living on the beach initially. I was over in town, so um, we actually moved uh, shortly over by Jack Russell Stadium. So uh, a lot of my early memories are around the, the ballpark over there, Jack Russell Stadium. Mm -hmm. So. I would uh, come over to the beach with my dad in the in the summer times when uh, I was out of school, and he had a taxi stand over there, and it was actually uh, right where the roundabout is. There was a, a wooden pole, and there was a metal box on it, and the phone would ring. And my dad would pick up the phone, and say, "Ollie, beach taxi." <laughs> okay, Henry, be right down. Hang the phone up. Run down to the Pelican Restaurant. Pick yeah. somebody up. Henry Henry. <laughs> yeah. So, and there was a golf course across the street. And uh, so, a major golf, yeah, yeah my a miniature family. golf course, and it, it got so hot the the cabs were out in the sun, and uh, by the pole, so there was a shade tree across the street, so you got the city to move the pole across the street. Great. So it was under, under the shade tree, at least at the afternoon. Was the shade tree a pine, a pine tree? I don't remember. Yeah. I, just, I, just I remember. just remember Australian there were the Australian pines. You get those little tiny acorns, yep. mm -hmm. and then the pier. And the um, there was a classes. swimming classes. Well, yeah. swimming classes at Northward were in the water in the Gulf. Yeah, in the Gulf and the Red Cross. Yeah, uh, the Red Cross. Red exactly. Cross sponsored those swimming lessons at Pier 60. Yes. When Pier 60 parking lot was all sand and, as you right, said, the Australian right. pines. It's where I learned to swim. That's at the where Red I learned Cross. to swim too. Yeah. With the little fish running between your legs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember getting my uh, picture taken for a postcard on top of Pier 60, the pool. Yeah. There was a observation deck I, right. I remember my sister found it the other day by the way I should have brought that along I got a photograph here at the museum of swimming lessons at the at the downtown area 
I mean, at the, the beach yeah. in the 1920s. Oh, wow. wow. You know, that's how early that started, that it even started. I think uh, the seashell, the, the mobile seashell. home park that was there, yeah. you know, that always intrigued me because our office was just, uh, just, just north of it. Right well, in the, the 1930s, that was called Joyland. Joyland. And that was run by Sue's priest's great-grandfather, John S. Taylor. Yep. Oh, yeah. They had so. the Airstream trailers. It was a trailer yes. park. Yes, Because I sold Girl Scout cookies in there. I made a fortune in that trailer park. <laughs> like Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, you yep. tell people today about there was a trailer park on Clearwater they Beach. They can't believe all, it. It's all sand. I know. You know, it wasn't even paved roads. And they're like, what? Yeah, they don't believe you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, you know, Dad carried my mother every once in a while when her cars would break down. Or beach taxi was a big deal. We we were glad you were there. Yeah. And my mom and dad ran that for years, and I came along after I graduated from high school and got married, had a few kids, and I took over, and we've been on the beach ever since. So yeah, you know, Dad carried every one of our family members at some at point. At some point in time, we got to know everybody on the beach. That was kind of blessing. Uh, that was nice. We were know. down there at Seven One Nine Man Way for a long time. Then my brother was over on the... Uh, Bassville. Yeah, he, he, he built their, their home right next to where the Murphys used to be. I played with Phoebe Ann when we were little. Her dad was Jack Murphy, one of the first uh, uh, commentators on Channel 13 or whatever was on the air at that time. Cool. Jack Murphy, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that name, Jack Murphy. Yeah, he was yeah. on the air first come to my mother and uh, and sis were pregnant at the same time. So Phoebe and I were born like a couple days apart. I've got mm. all these birthday pictures we uh -huh. had together. It was a beautiful home. It still is a beautiful <laughs> home. And then going going north on Mandalay, you had the beachcomber on the oh, right yeah. hand side and then you had the pelican on the left. Yeah. You know, we were talking about the rickety bridge earlier and your in when we yeah. interviewed you. And the pelican was known for their food even back in the nineteen twenties when the rickety bridge was built, which yeah. was nineteen seventeen. They were there and they had a they would have the food ready to go and once they heard the clackety clack of the cars coming across the bridge they'd start cooking wow. <laughs> cool yeah, mr henricus told, told my mom that story well, yeah, yeah it was funny and then down from there was the clearwater beach hotel which had quite a history of its own and did then, you ever meet lopez the, the bartender at the beach uh, no but his grand his son came to the fish fry that we had Last month. He was in the institution. I graduated from Clearwater High with his daughter Loretta. Oh, yeah, yeah she just passed. She just died. Um, she just passed. Uh, yeah, and then further down was uh, Palm Pavilion. Palm Pavilion, yes. I remember going there with uh, tenants at our, our motel with their, their children. I couldn't have been more than five or six years old back then. Yeah. In the 1920s, there was the Clearwater Pavilion, mm -hmm. which was about where Frenchie's is now. Right. And Rockaway, Rock, right with the Rockaway, and there was a, a hurricane, 1921 or 22, and it blew the top part of the pavilion off, and that's what became the Clearwater Yacht Club. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, across the street where the pool is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all changed. At the Exxon Station there, in the Clearwater Beach Hotel. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and uh, they had a 1953 Chevrolet truck. Remember when you used to have the auto inspections? Yes. 
and it had no brakes on it. And they gave it, they gave me the truck to take it out and get through the inspection. So I'm trying to figure out how in the world I'm going to get the, the truck through inspection on the brakes. I could get everything else working. So I, I sat, I practiced in the parking lot, popping the clutch out and hitting the brakes at the same time. I got it through inspection. I took it back to remember uh, Wallace was the, the black gentleman that was there, and I, he said, "How in the world did you do that? I didn't think anybody could get that thing through inspection." <laughs> Is that are you talking about the station that was on Baymont and Mandalay, or the one Exxon station? Was that the one right up on, by the round big roundabout by the no, right Civic across on the Clearwater Beach? Oh yeah, hotel. yeah, that that's yeah, one there. Billy Crane. I remember Billy Crane. Yeah. 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 And Foul Zone had the yeah. shell station. Yeah, the one up by the roundabout. The, I, would, I would always get them confused. Bill Bosner had the one at the... It's Phillips 66, yeah. next to the shipwreck. Yeah. Do you remember the Ciarama? Oh, oh yeah. Lord, Cricket Harris and the Ciarama. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. That was so was, cool. I have a display on the Ciarama yeah. Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, that was our big claim to fame there for a while. Yeah, they had a big row fish, remember that? The, the oarfish, yeah. Orfish. Orfish, yeah. Orfish, yeah. yeah. It was unbelievable. That thing still sticks in my I can still see that. And they fish. were all made of plaster and she would she it would bring amazing. she would get the fish in from the fishermen and then she would make a cast of it and then give the fish back to the fishermen so they could fry it up and eat it. <laughs> fabulous lady. But she did some amazing artwork. She, she really was. Yeah. She was ama we went as a brownie troupe, and then I went with my family, too. I love that place. Yeah. There was a place, I don't know, I just remembered it recently. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Bounce Land? Does anybody remember Bounce Land? Okay, I, I'm getting this from everybody. I don't know what she's talking about. Bill Allen, Ty Allen's older brother, Ran. I don't know if he owned it or not. I was too young to really care. Was this behind uh, the uh, place where you changed to use the pier pool? No, this was at. It was right behind Frenchie's Rockaway, where oh, Frenchie's yeah. Rockaway uh, used to was. have a parking lot there. Well, the bounce land. I remember that. I, I lived there every summer. They had trampolines, but they were uh, level with the ground. In other words, they dug these huge yeah. pits. Yeah. And so the trampolines were level. You could literally walk off the ground onto the trampoline. It was like 50 cents oh, an hour or something. That. And I loved it. I spent every summer, I spent all of my parents' money at Bounce Land. <laughs> <laughs> and at night after dinner, we'd take a walk, and we would go down Mandalay up to Pier 60, but we'd stop. It, it was the George Brown Auction Gallery was there on... Mandalay, you remember the George oh, yeah. Brown? They were only there yeah. from October yeah. till May, right. and they were just <clears throat> just a hair south, the next next shop south of the SunTrust Bank, and we would stand outside and watch them auction off these beautiful antiques, and then we walk down a little further to the miniature golf course and play a little yeah. of that, and then yeah. we walk out on Pier yeah. 60. Yeah. And then we come across the street and we go over to Howard Johnson's and I get my oh, yeah. chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. With a little umbrella. With a little umbrella. <laughs> and then my dad would walk over to the old King Cole Motel and he had a mullet hook snag. And he would lie down. They let him. I, I can't imagine they do that now. But they let him lie down on the pier and he would snag mullet and we would yeah. grab the mullet and go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mullet and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching Molly coming uh, south down uh, from uh, uh, the old uh, island there where the folks grew up uh, for some reason. I'm forgetting the name of the uh, island. Uh, 
just north of Clearwater Beach. Oh, Hog Island. Hog Island. Hog Island. That's yeah. it. And I would watch the mullet come up uh, uh, as I'm standing on grandmother's dock from the seawall over to the mangroves. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks like you can walk on them. So, yeah. Uh, well, that was when the pass in. was open. Behind when the pass was right. open, yeah. That's when the pass was <laughs> When open. the pass was open, we had all kinds of sea life in the bay. I yeah. know I'd go to the end of Somerset Street, and we could reach down, and on the uh, seawall there would be starfish, and there yeah. would be a beautiful... All kinds of crabs. You could. Eat. I wouldn't mind eating something out of the bay. Now I wouldn't probably want to do that because it doesn't get flushed. Doesn't get flushed. But it was it was magical then. That's my, right. My girl. Do you remember Kathy Fields? Do you remember yeah, the Fields? Sure. Okay, Kathy. Yeah, I, David uh, and I graduated yeah. from Clearwater High. Well, I mean, Kathy and I used to borrow a neighbor. What's the story? Is Kathy still around? Or? I don't know. I haven't seen her in many yeah. years. Yeah, I thought I've thought yeah. about her every once in a while. She was yeah. a nurse, right? Well, she was head of radiology at Morton Plant for a long time. She really rose up there. But well, we used to grab Mr. Van Door's airlock canoe and we would uh, row over to the mangroves where Island States is now. There was no Island yeah, States back yeah, then. We'd yeah. go over to the mangroves yeah. and we would, uh, and it was hot. And you think, oh my God, because there was no air inside those mangroves. You would have to lift the canoe and go inside. There'd be like a lagoon. And it was a rookery, a bird rookery. Yeah. So all these birds would take off. And we would get the shells, the big shells, we'd get the empty ones and try to sell them to the tourists. <laughs> We're coming back across one used day. You to find right? such beautiful shells oh, on Clearwater gorgeous, Beach. gorgeous stuff. And we're coming back across the channel, and there's an old sea turtle out there. Again, the pass is open, right? So there's a sea, big sea turtle. And we're in this aluminum airlock canoe. And he wouldn't leave us alone. I had to take the paddle and push him away. And I said, I said we're going to wind up in, in the drink here, you know. Yeah. But we finally made it. There was all kinds of things, oh, yeah. manta rays and everything in there yeah. at the time. There was a spring out there um, that uh, I guess one of the Hamiltons swore there was this, they were so mad when uh, Island of the States got put in there, and my dad sadly helped that happen. Charlie Skinner owned the all that mm -hmm. bottom land, and uh, he helped uh, get all that set up, and then when he was married, he got the big uh, sewer treatment plant in there. Eileen Ard lived right behind it, and they were big in that hotel they had right next to the sewer plant. Are you there saying there might be an artisanal well uh, on in there? Well, it's under it's underneath the uh, uh, one of the big condos now. Oh. Mm. They go up there. There was one on Palm Bluff at the end of Palm Bluff, right on the on the bay. There were a lot of springs yeah, in, really. in the bay. There was one in Dunedin. Mm -hmm. I remember we, my dad would drive us out at there the and fill up our water Street, at the end of Turner Street. Really? Yeah. Wow. There were several in Dunedin, as wow. I understand it, along Edgewater. Yeah. That's why we'd go to the park and fill up all of our water jugs. Dad was so intent on getting the tax base built for what was coming, you know, yeah. all the things that uh, eventually would happen to Clearwater, he could see coming. Yeah. And, uh, we had to have a tax base to be able to handle it. Now, of course, we're all the way up to uh, what? Almost Newport Ritchie. Yeah. yeah. Well, your dad was a good mayor. I know my, my dad supported him. And believed in him, so. Yeah, he he was a hard-working guy. Yeah, he he'd, was. He'd uh, he was three times president of the chamber of commerce, and. Uh, he was that, a realtor too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And he had started his real estate office every time. He spent time as a mayor, or he was a county commissioner, or he was on the water management board. Mm -hmm. 
uh, half of his office would walk walk out and start a new <laughs> office <laughs> and um, and do well, you know. Uh, he he, had, he, he had must have spent a lot over. of time in the office of mayor then. Yeah. No, he was just uh, mayor for two years, but uh, I mean, but all his focus went to that. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he he did a whole lot of things there and stayed with him afterwards as other mayors handled it. He had to get back and run his business, but he'd go ahead and go to the city commission and county commission meetings and talk about the kind of elements that you had to have, for instance, the sewer treatment plant mm -hmm. for Island of the State. Yeah. I mean, it just wouldn't happen unless you had uh, a sewer treatment plant. Of course, later, all that went over to the uh, plant uh, just up from where we actually had a, uh, a hotel uh, right where Bruce Cochran lived on that little inlet, and then you've got the bridge over to Bayshore Drive, right. and uh, that uh, uh, that took a lot of the uh, pressure off uh, Eileen Ard's uh, family, for instance, lived right next door to that. It was a beautiful, looked like a marina, made made the National Cities mm -hmm. magazine for best uh, civic improvement. And it looked like a marina, and of course, it later became. You're talking about the one on Island States. Island yeah, States, yeah, yeah. yeah. South Beach. Beach. Yeah, no, when, that was there wasn't an anything there. No. There was the very far end of the blown. finger. The Mannions had a home they built there. And they, God bless them, they refused to sell out when all the condos went around. So they're still there. The house is still there. I don't know if they're still there. The house is still there. Yeah. But uh, there was nothing there. I know that my dad and I used to in the morning on this terrible to say I'm sitting in the school I went to school with when I didn't feel like going to school my dad would put uh, me and the dogs in the car and we would run the dogs down on on the beach on south end that yeah. property now is you know priceless oh, but it's yeah, time we did the same thing with yeah. Hansel, yeah. our dog yeah we just take them down there and run it was just nothing but sand yeah not a road in sight just sand yeah. and it's just yeah. strange. you know I, I wanted to get back to when the pass was open again yeah. We, were, we lost so much sand. I mean, you literally could not walk from, say, Somerset Street down to Carlwell because the water would come up to the seawalls. Yep. Yep. And you, you, you couldn't, couldn't walk. Well, when the past, we, in order to try to keep the sand in, they built the jetties. city jet, Well, they're called groins. Mm -hmm. Technically, they're groins, but they're jetties. And when they were concrete and wood, and when the, the barnacles grew on them. And when you were in the water and the, and the current took you into one of those, I mean, I come out of there bleeding several times. But now with the pass filled in, those things are buried many years ago. In nice. fact, this, not only are they buried, but the seawalls are buried. Yep. And many of the new homes that are built on the water now are built over top of the seawalls, which is a little scary. I mean, I wouldn't want to yeah. live there oh, yeah. if the pass opens again, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. You never know. Nature. Well, you remember when when um, Palm Pavilion had water coming underneath the deck? Yes. yes. Yeah. You mention that. that to people nowadays; yeah. they can't even envision it. I know, because yeah. now the you have to take. always been that way. It takes an hour and a half to get to the water. Yeah, you have to it's take just, a cab. It's, <laughs> it's just like the the pier beside the Palm Pavilion that used to be able to go yes. fish on. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah. yeah. Completely. In year sixty, it was half as half as long to oh, fish yeah. on that. 
Yeah, yeah. Your sixty's huge now. It is. Yeah, well, because the sand keeps building up, yeah. I, but they overfish so much. I remember, and you probably do too. Back when we were growing up, they could go out five miles and get a hundred pound grouper. Now you go out a hundred miles and you get maybe a five pound grouper. Yeah, that's it's true. just they fished it all out. Yep. And and uh, the, the, I got pictures of my dad with all these huge. In fact, the sad I've got, part. I've got pictures in the museum of the yeah. enormous fish. They were yeah. six and seven feet long. Oh yeah, and, and the sad the part grouper. was yeah. back in the fifties and early sixties. Our, our freezers had the, just enough for two little ice trays. Yeah. So when you got all this fish, what do you do? We buried so much grouper under the banana trees because it was fertilizer. And now, what is it, $15 a pound? Oh, no. yeah. Now we have these double freezers and we don't have any fish. <laughs> that is a remarkable yeah. contrast that you just brought to mind, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's... Well, we, we're overfishing anyway. I won't go down that road. No, but we have been, and it's a shame yeah. because, again, when we were there, there'd be all kinds of fish in the water when oh, we yeah. learned to swim. We never thought anything of it. I don't remember red red tide much back then. Does, does anybody? I mean, once I remember in a while, going I mean, in once when it. Yeah. And it I love to go to the beach when the yeah. when the. Um, uh, there was a hurricane. Yes. You know, and my mother, who grew up here too, let me <laughs> <laughs> with friends, and we go out there. Oh yeah, way over in town, all the way to the beach. Yeah, yeah. Never that's thought nice. anything I know. Yeah. Oh, we walked barefoot from across the causeway. Yeah. Oh my gosh, just to get guy. to the water. Yeah, Dad. Uh, well, Grandmother uh, and Larry Demuth uh, got the causeway built, and one of the big elements of that was the uh, drawbridge. The guy who was the bridge tender mm -hmm. was there, mm -hmm. and he knew everybody who lived on the beach. And he knew everybody who would come over and sleep in the banyan trees on that hill behind <laughs> Calvary Baptist. Oh, yes. Because yes. they'd get run out of yeah. the old hotel because yeah. Yeah. the policemen wouldn't yeah. let them spend the night there. So what had happened is they'd all walk across the causeway and up and sleep in the banyan trees and then all walk back again and stop off at my mother's sill. And mother always had a couple of pies out there. <laughs> they would disappear. Speaking of that area, did you go to Elks Nursery School? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so did I. So did I. I my yeah, really? Yeah. Where the city hall is now. Yeah, well, the actually down. Yeah, it was right by the tennis courts. Yeah, yeah. and by the, the old Quonset hut where yeah, the star specs there was, were. Uh, there was a little... Yeah, well, that was the uh, memorial uh, auditorium. Yeah, Clearwater yeah. Auditorium. Yeah, the auditorium. Yeah, Clearwater Auditorium, yeah. sure. Elks. And remember there was uh, the sea fever docked across the street. Yeah. yeah. And I remember that was Pete the Pelican. I was fascinated by the Pete the Pelican, and then the fish would come in. Pete would come in. <laughs> That's right. There were so many. Wait, there yeah. were so many of those boats, and I used to go down there. And once in a while, they would give me five dollars to help clean the the boats and hose them down. I thought, my God, at that time, the you know five dollars, they might as well give me one hundred fifty dollars today's <laughs> money in it. And I'd go in there and come home stinking a fish. My mother would be so mad. Well, well look, sure I got five dollars. That's wonderful. <laughs> uh, That's great. Yeah, they were great. Uh, the Albertina, the Albertina. We were talking earlier about uh, Bruce Melnick, yes. the the Coast Guard right. fellow that went up in the space, astronaut, he turned, yeah. astronaut, and turned the Hubble telescope. His father owned the Albertina. And uh, he was a fisherman, and that's why I think probably Steve, uh, <clears throat> Steve, his older brother, and him became both the King Coast Guardsmen. 
he was, I met him, I met Booth Melnick when we had the opening for um, our mullet boat, oh, yeah. and we dedicated it yeah. to Kai Cook, oh. and uh, Bruce was here that day. Yeah, yeah, his, his dad owned the Albertina, yeah. I remember that. Nice man, he was yeah, a nice man. Nice they man. were a very nice family. Um, yeah, there was a lot of, the Miss Elsie, the Sea Fever, the Double Eagle, which came later. Uh, the Miss Elsie, I know my mother's name was Elsie, so I remember that. And then there was the Sea Fever. What were some of the other, the Rainbow. Oh, the yeah. Rainbow, I remember Rainbow. that. Yeah, the Rainbow. Yeah. And the WTAN radio was there on the water. Oh, yes, yes, And yes. Bobby Clark and, what was his name, Ronnie Hitchcock were MCs. Oh, they Ron, were t- I remember Ron teenagers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the Bay Drive Inn right yeah, there. At the yeah. Inn. And there was a bowling alley there at one there time. There was. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought I remembered that. Sometimes I, I, when I remember, I wonder if I'm hallucinating. But there was, and it was before there were auto pin setters. And there was a there was, there was a, a guy veterinary, back there. There said, was a veterinary office too, and that it was, really yeah. I don't and then know. you go up to the top of the hill across from the Calvary Baptist Church where the condos are now. There was a gas station on the yes, uh, the on Sinclair both, station on both corners. Yeah. yeah. There was, there was one there, and then there was one on the northeast Something on the, on the corner where Ma's Brothers used to be. I was thinking the yeah. Sinclair Station was down okay. at the Five Points. Oh, yeah, that was all. Oh, yeah, we won't go down that road. We won't go down that <laughs> road. Well, let's go down that road. <laughs> okay. No, that was, I, we, I was actually at Clearwater Junior High back then, you know, which was kind of kitty corner to that. Yeah. And actually, he made the National Enquirer, the cover of National Enquirer. Well, there was Billy a song Sinclair. written about him, too. Billy Sinclair, <laughs> he, he murdered some girl, and he put her in the, stuffed her in the Coke cooler behind the Yeah, but state. he also buried her under concrete. He oh, really? He dug out concrete and buried oh, her. I don't remember. And, you know, I was at a city council meeting. One day. It was a BPRC meeting one day because I was working for as project manager for one of my employers, and um, we were talking about a, a lot that he had at Court and Chestnut, and we ended up talking about Clearwater and how it had changed. And I said, "Well, about the murder where the 1100 building is." Yeah. What murder? <laughs> oh well, you'd have had to been there. You'd have had to been there. Yeah. I'm surprised that property is still vacant after they tore let's see I graduated from there and I think it was either 63 or 64 we were the last graduating class from that school and they tore it down so that would have been well they didn't tear it down it burned down oh it burned out okay well I was my mistake but it's been vacant now since the 60s so so I don't know what I mean it's a huge piece of property I know I think they're hoping to develop it I heard that the Scientologists owned it, and it was going to be another condo, because they've taken the 1100 building and changed it into condos now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that took forever to get built. It did, but it looks quite nice driving. If you're driving west on Cleveland, I I was meeting someone for breakfast at Clear Sky Mm -hmm. a week or two ago, and it's really a pretty drive. It's just we're all dressed up, and there's no place to go. You know, and, and it's sad because downtown Clearwater used to be fabulous. I, I, I li- loved it. I literally, when I was going to North Ward, and I'd have been about 12, maybe 11, 12, I deliberately missed the school bus. And I would walk down with my books to downtown Clearwater, and I would stop at Moss Funeral Home. They had rye grass growing, which I used to call monkey grass, and it felt so good. I'd put my books down and roll around in the grass for a few minutes, <laughs> pick up my books, and I'd head downtown Clearwater, go into Woolworths, and I get a BLT fries and a Coke, right? I'm a foodie from way back. 
And when I was done there, then I'd move over <laughs> to McCrory's and get a hot fudge sundae. Cool. Then, <laughs> then I'd go out back of McCrory's where the, or the front, I guess, at that point. And Tiny, the bus driver, there's only one bus I going. Remember, to, remember yeah, Tiny? I Tiny. Tiny, it cost a nickel, and I'd put my nickel in there, and Tiny would drop me off right at my house. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> he would drop me and Barbara Marlin off at Elks Nursery School because at the time there was a little cul de sac there. Yeah, there was. They there was had a little the, cul Remember, they had the tree at Christmas. Yeah, the little cul de sac. Yeah. And that was not on the bus route, but he would pull in there to make sure that we got right to the Elks Nursery School, but it wasn't yeah. anything, yeah, oh, it well, was Yeah, that, that tree person. Christmas always yeah. impressed me. I always thought it was great. so pretty, and it yeah. was just, you know, it was like a coming together of the of the city. Well, it used to be light strung across Cleveland. It was wonderful. I know, it was yeah. gorgeous. So when we started here, I said, you know what we've got to have? We've got to have a tree. Yeah. So we have, we have what was a basketball <laughs> <laughs> pole, and last year we had some, one of the guys string Christmas lights down. Aww. So we're getting a larger one this year because yeah. it's not it wasn't strong enough to stay. <laughs> <laughs> it's only about nine, ten feet high. It's so wonderful. And there was a banner at uh, right at Osceola going down the hill to it's go over the Clearwater. It said Welcome to Clearwater. Yeah, yeah that wonderful banner. Yeah. You know, Dunedin has one. Dunedin has a nice banner right on Broadway. Yeah, they do. And we don't have a banner. Speaking <laughs> of Christmas, remember when they used to do the Christmas cards? Yeah, along, yes. along yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there was something enchanting about downtown Clearwater when we were growing up because mm -hmm. people dressed up to go downtown. It was downtown. Yeah. Well, yeah, my mother <laughs> didn't go down in sloppy clothes or anything. My mother came from Richmond, Virginia, and they're very, you know, conservative mm -hmm. there. And she wouldn't, they would have to have hats and gloves. Yes. Had to have hats and gloves. And it took my mother three years after she moved to Florida to put on shorts. She refused to put on shorts until she was here three years <laughs> and was burning up. <laughs> but downtown, the, the thing I miss most about, you know, the, the five and dime stores aside, I do miss those, was a federal bake shop. Here I am a foodie oh, yeah. again, but oh my God, they had, <laughs> they had, you know, one of the girls, young girls that I played with that stayed at our motel during the summer, I'd had, they'd, we'd have the same kids, you know, every mm -hmm. year. Uh, she, she came back. Well, she didn't. Her, her mother came to visit us, and she told her mother, now we're adults now, we're all in our 40s. She told her mother, the only thing I want you to bring me back from Clearwater is something from Federal Bake Shop. <laughs> yeah. And I had to tell her, I'm sorry. They were long gone. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's, they were remarkable birthday cases. Yeah. yeah. We lost a lot of those um, yeah. uh, independent bakeries when, when yeah. the, 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 the um, Grocery stores yes. started doing all that. And yeah. I think Grant used to sell two Publix, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure that's the case. There used to be a bakery I, on the beach. Well, I can't remember that one. Right, right beside Fritz's Market. Oh yes, that's right. You're Fritz, right. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're I used right. to. I used to. <laughs> people would laugh because uh, uh, they make these fresh apple turnovers. Oh my lord! And that was that was my morning breakfast. I'd get an apple turnover. In a tab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> try to cut down oh, the calories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. every morning I smell those apple turnovers. I was oh, across yeah. the street. <laughs> we actually had the, the cab stand on uh, or the office where we rented motorcycles and everything right across from uh, bakery. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was growing up, and I was I think I was eighteen, I would I'd lived in the office and I'd answer the telephone for my dad and dispatch the cabs and so forth. So in the morning I'd get up and 
it didn't have any hot water. I'd, I'd take a cold shower, come across, get my oh. apple dirt over <laughs> a tab, and off I'd go to school. Well, who, what was the supermarket that was oh, where yeah, Beach uh, Market, Beach Supermarket? Well, the, the oh, one yeah. where CVS is now. Yeah, that's Beach what supermarket. Beach Supermarket. They were in. Uh, that wasn't Fritz's that moved across the street, was it? Mm. No. no there's, 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 okay. The Do you belong to that? Uh, if you grew up in Old Clearwater. Yes. Gary, oh, yes. Gary Winter. I think yes. his parents had a little. Oh, he had. Yeah, Gary and I talk all the time. Yeah. He had. Oh, the be I got. I have a million Is stories his of the beach. Elise Winter. I don't think he had a sister. No, he had. He had a brother. A brother his brother. Um, brother. Oh, I think it, it's Don. Doug. Don. I can't remember. No. She's I, from Largo. Yeah. No. Oh no. Uh, oh, I got so many wonderful stories of. <laughs> of Gulf Sundries. It's where the shipwreck is now, unfortunately. Yeah. Remember Gulf Sundries, the little sundry store? Yeah. My mother, we had a dog named Skippy. This is Gary's favorite story, by the way. We had a dog, a mutt named Skippy, and Skippy would always follow me to the store. And Olive and Genevieve, that, uh, uh, Genevieve was Gary's mother, and Olive was her sister. They were in the store. And we would get all the things that my mother needed, but my dog would absolutely insist on carrying the package. She'd roll it up and in the paper bag and put it in Skippy's mouth. But he wouldn't take it until she gave him two Hershey kisses. And he knew if you give him one, he'd sit there and wait. He wouldn't move until he got the second kiss. Then he would put the bag, and you couldn't, I couldn't take it away from him. Only my mother could take it away from him. Oh, so, oh, that was such, we, we lived out of Gulf Sundries. Oh, I was yeah. just wonderful there. I made some, this terrible, I had made some mashed potato fondant, and then I was going to roll it with some peanut butter. But I forgot how to do it. I knew you you, mashed, you took some mashed potatoes and all, it was just two, two ingredients, mashed potatoes and confectioner's sugar. And it gets a little soupy, but as you add the confectioner's sugar, it becomes a fondant. Well, I forgot that you're only supposed to add a tablespoonful, and I added the whole package of instant mashed potatoes. Well. A soup. So mom sent me back to Gulf Sundries. I got another box of confectioners. She came back and it's still soup. Well, I must have made 14 trips back and forth. I bought them out of this confectioner's sugar. And we made so much fun. People were actually closing the curtains when they saw us coming and pretending they weren't home. <laughs> I, I have so many wonderful memories of that place. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was a, it, there was a hobby shop in there too. Beside the ship, was a, a Yankee Clipper. There was a, a that was a bar, but there was a breakfast little breakfast place too. Yeah, but Guiders. No, Guiders was up where Beachfire is. Yeah, Guiders across from McKay Field. That's true. Yeah, they lived but, upstairs. But there was a, yeah. I remember there was a hobby shop because I used to go in there and get these model model cars when we lived on Lantana. I'd go down there and. I'd build one and then I'd go back and get another one, but it was a little... You know, we there. used our imaginations when we were yeah. kids, too. Yeah. We didn't have television so much to, to take up our time. It wasn't on that much to start out with. But we'd make up games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you remember Captain Mac? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, everybody remembers Captain Mac. Okay. He was my hero. Captain Mac was could do no wrong. Wore a pith helmet... And the job purse, you know, and Tarno Wieners. If you if you sign yeah, up for the yeah. birthday club, Tarno, yeah. you got a free package of Tarno Wieners on was your birthday. Was that WSUN? Was the channel? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Well, I was glued to the screen because Channel Thirty Eight. Captain yeah. Mac was my man, right? Yeah. And at the end of the show, I don't remember if you remember this or not. 
I guess the parents wrote in and said like, um, uh, Sarah, you know, be be kind to your little brother or something. You know, he had some amin uh, admonishment for the kids, right? Veget being a vegetarian since the day I was born, it was been a big fight in my family. My mother kept trying to put, she even put blue food coloring on a pork chop trying to get me to eat it. I wouldn't, <laughs> anyway. So here's my hero. I'm sitting in front of the TV and I hear, and Suzanne, eat your meat. And I thought, oh my God, I, I was furious. My mother swears to this day that she didn't do that, but I know they did because there can't be two Suzannes out there that are vegetarians at that time. There were not enough people in oh, Pinellas County. So I couldn't turn it on now for weeks. <laughs> he knew, he could see through the TV and he knew that I wasn't eating the meat. <laughs> so you spent your early times around water and water sports. See, in, in town, we didn't have water to deal with, but we had, we went to movies, and we listened to the radio, and we watched some TV, you know, at times, and I remember Jay, and it was another kid in our neighborhood, and I, we were just, we were playing spies. It was all these movies out about German spies, right? Jay Hamilton? Yeah. yeah. And there was some old man that moved into a, a Miss, Mrs. Kelly's house at the rear end. She had a little garage apartment. And he moved in there, and he wore a trench coat. We just knew he was, and he, and he had an accent. We just knew he was a German spy. <laughs> and we'd dart around. And of course, Drew Street was oak trees on both sides in those days. So was Vine. And we'd dart in and out and follow him everywhere he went. He didn't stay too long. <laughs> and But you know, in truth, uh, during the war, uh, there, they, were, they had people who were called spotters. And they would stand on the beach and look for German subs. <clears throat> There's been rumors that there were some out there. there I were, I've read that too. Yeah. And I, I know that my, I remember when I was li very, very young, we had these long pool shades. Everything would be dark, dark inside the house. Yeah. Yeah. Because during World War II, they had to have darkened shades yeah. and no lights. And you could, but at night too, you could see the stars. Yeah. But we don't see the stars now very seldom. You go out and you can find the Big Dipper, you can find all the constellations. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We've lost that. Yep. Yes, we have. The yacht base mine, I thought at one time, wasn't that military? No, there, that was, was, there were a lot of military okay. bases around. Yeah. Um, Buddy, that was here earlier, is a buff on that. Yeah. And <clears throat> there were full of, there were a lot of military bases. Of course, they a lot of them stayed at Fort Harrison, they stayed at the Don Cesar in St. Pete. There was airfields scattered around. There's one in Dunedin there uh, by Curlew, on Curlew Road. They were all over. I think, though, the yacht basin was built uh, after the war, 45, 46, to house, they needed a me median income. Yep. Because uh, of all the GIs are coming GIs, back. that, thank yep. you. That, I couldn't that, get kind of that slum on Betty yeah. Lane was built the same time. Yeah, no. Became very inexpensive homes. Yep. Yeah, and, Good and, people, too. And yeah. They were, and it became the more elderly people towards the yep. end there. Right. I know that um, I helped run the bingo games at the uh, Civic, Center? Civic Center on Family. Friday nights, yeah. and they would all be there. And it was, yeah. it was kind of so sad when that was taken down oh, yeah. because yeah. that kind of, Disperse the community. Yeah. There was no sense of community and unity after yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, they missed uh, the boat on that for yeah. sure. It was so uh, important. Yeah. That group of people uh, really added a lot to the ambiance of the beach. Well, and the it was beach to town because 
Um, if they weren't at the chapel by the sea, they were over at somewhere other place. <coughs> yeah, basically. Tying the beach to those yeah. folks because your friends would come over for a meal or yeah. uh, they'd be all take a walk on the beach, you know, it just made it a town, part of Clearwater. Well, it was a community. Community. It That's had a community. And, and one of the places, well, they, we've kept it, but it's in a different form. Uh, I spent so much of my time there was the uh, youth center. Yeah. At yeah. the, uh, remember by the youth center? Mr. Presty. Mm -hmm. you know, Mr. Pre oh, we were, uh, Alan we Edelman. Presty. How yeah. lucky were we to have Presty oh, yeah. and Edelman. They Edelman. were the ones who Alan Edelman. That was just as you came across the causeway, wasn't it? No, that's yeah. uh, right at, uh, if, if, if you were at the uh, Palm Pavilion here and you head east down Bespinot, it mm -hmm. was right at the end there by okay, the boat right, ramp. Right. By the boat ramp. Okay. And Alan Edelman and Mr. Presty were responsible for all of those acts that we had at the Star Spectacular. Yeah. They were responsible for booking all of those. They they were they really made our childhood really awesome yeah. work. They had we had the pool hall, the weightlifting room, the basketball courts. We had a huge arts and crafts. I know Mrs. Fisher, who's who was lived in the house where Ann Garris lives now, uh, taught. I've got I pulled them out the other day. Gorgeous enameled trays and all that she had, copper enamel trays that she taught. I mean, I'm like 12 years old, I'm doing copper enameling, hello. I mean, wow. that wow. was, she was fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah, and it gave us a place to go in the afternoon after school that was Too wholesome. Cool, wholesome and, and um, monitored. You learned Shepherd. something. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. you mentioned, uh, cool what, what I remember, and it brings back something with Alan Edelman. Edelman. I went to school with Lynn, his daughter. Yes. And, and he was a drummer, and I became a drummer. And but I remember, as a boy, I'm kind of lost. I'm, I'm new here. I'm from Canada. I speak funny, you know. So, and we, my my mother drops me off at the rec center, and I go in there, and Alan Edelman takes me under his wing and shows me how to play pool. I never played yeah. pool before. Good for you. And so the day that day that he taught me how to play pool, it was a pool pool tournament. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> lo and behold, I get involved in the pool tournament and the guy that uh, I'm playing against he uh, he knocks the eight ball in so I win the pool tournament oh, my crap. first day ever <laughs> the ball and uh, and Cliff McKay was there took a picture of me and and I made the beach yeah, views McKay, right views, yeah. I took it home to my mom and showed her course up in Canada being around a pool hall like you know like it wasn't yeah. a big thing to her she didn't want anybody to know yeah. that uh, at the yeah. pool hall but that, that was one of my early memories yeah in, uh, yeah so. I'd, I'd speak uh, like that uh, very favorably and about the <clears> pool <throat> hall and the, uh, all that and people be looking at me and wondering what kind of place I come from <laughs> very wholesome clear water you know brightly lit <laughs> you know what we should mention too because uh, sometimes it gets lost that <laughs> we had the pram fleet began yeah. oh, yeah. the Saratoma yeah, pram see, fleet yeah, yeah. they're now sailed in 180 countries all yeah, over the world something. they're called opties yeah. we have we have a pram in the back room oh no and yeah. we need to refinish it yes too, we do because I'll help with that they uh, it started in uh, in Clearwater Beach Clarkie well, Mills, yeah. Uh, Mills yeah. Bernie was my best friend when we were going to North Ward. But yeah, my mother years. went to North Ward with Clark Mills. Yeah. I've got pictures of him Clarky as a little boy. Clarkie yeah. Mills. I actually have some. Yeah. I was going to bring them over. 
I have some plans of one of his boats. Oh, yeah. do you? That he would be wonderful. Well, he, he designed the pram. <clears throat> yeah. 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 He, he designed the pram, and my grandson now, and now my granddaughter both race, race prams. Really? Mm-hmm. See, so we've forth. got one that was in Bill uh, Wallace's. It was, it's been his for years. He kept it in his garage, uh-huh. and they had a leak, so yeah. it's, it needs some work. Yeah, it, it's I'd just... I'd love to uh, get that started. We could do a wonderful display with that. Because people don't realize, uh, I went to my cardiologist and he told, he told me his sons, he had twin boys, were going to learn to sail. And, and I said, what are they sailing? He says, they're opties. And he had no idea that the pram originated yeah. here. So I sent him the uh, information. I said, give this to your kids because they need to yeah, know what I've they're got, I've got so. the books on the opties. Yeah. Yeah. There are two of them. That was huge. Yeah. yeah. We had so many good things there. There's still good things on the beach, but it's getting a lot more crowded than I remember it when I was growing up. Oh, Lordy. I feel old. (laughs) (laughs) Old and fortunate. Yes, yeah, it's it's, We made it to old. (laughs) Yeah, we're very fortunate. It's a privilege, but we're also fortunate that we grew up in a time and a place in an era that was yeah, different from today. Different, and it was so carefree. Can you imagine growing up without a computer or growing up without an iPad or a game board? <laughs> I remember... Uh, we had to make up our games. Yeah, I remember things that now... Um, there was a boat that got abandoned on uh, the causeway, right? So my buddy and I... We, we were out fishing and seen the boat and nobody was around it. It had a hole in it. So uh, I, I think about what we did back then. We got the boat. It was abandoned. We, 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 we got some caulking and some wood and na- nailed off a oh, patch God. over the boat. And then we got a couple poles. And we pulled that thing all the way from there up to my aunt had a oh. house on Stevenson's Creek. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. You know. Here we are, like 10 years old, getting a boat on the causeway, getting all the way up to Stevenson's Creek, pulling along. And yeah. I'm like, that that's, was the craziest thing. I'm like, I can't imagine my kids doing it. You, you wouldn't let them do that. What happened to the boat? Did you keep it? or? Yeah, we had it up there at my aunt's, and we'd take it out and so forth. Oh, it was seaworthy thing. after this? Yeah, yeah, we made it seaworthy. And I'm like, but we're out there in that deep water. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh. a big deal, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that took was, fortitude and uh, courage. Yeah. That was a big deal. It took us all day long. <laughs> we found this boat, went home, got the hammer and nails and some caulking and stuff like that, and put it back together. <laughs> oh, that should man. qualify you for Sea Scouts for sure. <laughs> I was in the Sea Scouts. Good. Yeah. yeah, I was in the Sea Scouts. Yeah, we had a, we had a Girl Scout to Willis. Brownie troop. It was a brownie troop on the beach. Ms. You remember Sandra Colbert? Yeah. Her her mother. Oh, what a lovely lady! What a lovely lady. Uh, led our gr- uh, brownie troop, and uh, well, so I still see some of the girls now. Uh, Cordy Kennedy was in a. Yeah, uh, Cian uh, was in it. Who? Cian. Cian Lee. No, in what? In the brownie. In the brownies. Yeah. The girls. She may have been Cian. Cian takes yeah. care of the plants here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, oh, I was trying to think. Her mother oh. may have been involved yeah. in that too. Yeah. But anyway, we and learned a lot was. from from Mrs. Culbreth. She was she was great. Yeah. We had a lot of cool things we did. Well, yeah, mother was our uh, Cub Scout leader. She ran the Cub Scout. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that's right. There was the uh, Sandra had the brother. What was his name? Johnny. 
Yeah, John Culbreth. Yeah, sure. I saw uh, Sandra at the 50th high school reunion. Wonderful. She looks grand. I think they're living in Hawaii now. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, did you, what elementary school did you go to, North Ward or South Ward? Well, I went to South Ward until the fifth grade when they decided that everybody on the north part of the V should go to North yeah. Ward. Oh, Same right. thing happened to yeah. me. I so, went you know, first, second, third here, and then fourth, fifth, and sixth at North Ward, yeah. And so uh, I, I was just a, a block south uh, of where I normally caught the uh, no, north, I don't know, Acacia Street picked up mm -hmm. at one place. and some other place. But anyway, I went uh, out to North Ward for my fifth grade. Uh, Lucille Reigns, I was in that little building that was a, there's there used to be a gas station. The annex, the annex. The annex, the annex yeah. yeah. I had Mrs. Stoudemire that first yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Lucille Reigns, a fabulous lady, I think. Yeah. Her I think family her. built the house in Tarpon Springs on the bayou. We had, we've talked about downtown Clearwater, we talked yeah. about Clearwater Beach. Yeah. Um, the Star Spectaculars. Oh, the Star Spectaculars. Where in the world can you go see Roy Orbison stand as close to Roy oh, Orbison as I am to you yeah. for a dollar fifty? Yeah. And it was just marvelous. No one even thought about rushing the stage. You could just there was no police or anything. You could just rest your I rest my elbows on the stage Fair and listen to I'm gonna try to list some I was of them. There. Yeah, Paul Anka, Bobby B, yeah. Bobby Vinton, yeah. um, Mitch Ryder. No, we didn't have. Well, the Stones they were different, but yeah, they were different. different. The, uh, they wrote satisfaction. Mitch, These were all Mitch, at one night. Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. Ray Stevens, so many times, I want to see him again. And then Gene Pitney, yeah. uh, the uh, the girls, the Shirelles. Um, yeah. There was uh, some uh, uh, the leader of the pack. Who did that anyway? Those girls. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, God, there were just so many. Of course, my favorite will always be Robes. And Brian Hyland was another. Paul Anka, mm -hmm. all these people. He stayed would, over on the beach. Well, I'll tell you, Dion stayed stayed at Diane Stone's motel, the which is now the Royal Canadian. It was down, and Diane and I were good friends at the time. Well, he left uh, one of those Gant long sleeve shirts, right, uh, and it had broadered over the pocket. D D. Dion DiMucci, D.D., yeah, right? DiMucci, Dion DiMucci. Yeah. He lived on, uh, stayed on the beach. Right. He stayed right at Diane Stone's place. So anyway, we fought over this shirt. We <laughs> took a scissors and cut it right up the back, and she got the one, that, because it was her dad's motel, she got the D.D. on the pocket, and I got oh. the other. <laughs> well, that's your heart. <laughs> but, That's such a cool story. <laughs> well, what, I what hope else? she still has it. Oh, I hope so, too. Get her to frame it. <laughs> um, or buy it and frame it. And what what Alan was talking about, the Stones. Oh, yeah, Jack Russell. Uh, they, yeah, well, they were Jack, Jack Russell. Russell. That was that was a little more expensive, Alan. That was three dollars yeah. and fifty cents, yeah. right? So I didn't and, get to go. My parents oh, were so strict. Oh, oh wow. my God. Oh, I I was so excited about this. I even even I can. If ever I go to hell when I die, the devil yeah. has his my eternity planned out, and that's to put me behind a sewing machine because I'm no good at it and I hate it. But I managed yeah. to sew some sort of outfit to go to this thing. They sang five songs. Everybody poured over the stands, and they were rushed out of the stage. <laughs> but here's here's the best story. They were at the Fort Harrison uh, Hotel. That's where they stayed. And Barbara and I, my girlfriend Barbara Woolley at the time, 
hid in the bushes and we were watching them, you know, until the security threw us out. But uh, you remember, you know, Arnie Schmidt, do you remember yeah, Arnie? Sure. Okay, Arnie, it just could not happen today. Arnie put a press pass thing in his <laughs> coat pocket and put on press in his hat and he went in with a clipboard and said, I'm from the Clear Light at Clearwater High School and I'm here to interview the Rolling Stones. Go on up. <laughs> so he went on up, he knocked on the door and Mick Jagger opened the door wrapped in a sheet and got him in, and he partied with him for three days. <laughs> God, would that ever happen? I mean, you could that. never. Oh, Arnie had the pictures, but uh, he found Very religion, religious. and he cut up and threw away the pictures. Oh, but he did. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, These are priceless pictures. Oh. But he has the stories behind it. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't afford to go to the concert himself, <laughs> so he waited for him back at the motel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make a story. Yeah. Oh, he's quite a character, Arnie. Yeah. I never yeah. knew he had that much gumption. Yeah, well, his parents owned the, the Cove Motel on the yeah, beach, yeah. right on the corner near the ebb tide. And the odd, because I went to the 50th reunion with him and his wife, Kathy, and my friend John Hurley. And he went to the, he asked me, where could he stay? I said, well, I don't know. I don't have anything available. And so he went to the Cove where he, you know, grew up. And the guy's not renting out rooms, but he told him the story. And the guy said, okay, take a room for the night and let him stay there. <laughs> Fabulous. Cool. So he got to say, which I'm very grateful. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, we had the, the Star Spectacular. We did the Holly Gully. And, and yeah. I mean, you know, these, these things, where it was, like I say, a different time where we didn't, we might scream or applaud or something, but nobody, we were so busy trying to find somebody to dance with, we weren't really paying too much attention to the people singing. It was a very innocent time. It was, it was that, yeah. A very innocent and, time. And uh, yeah, Barbara Woolley, <laughs> her mother came to pick us up in the infamous Fiat. Anyway, Barbara's mother would pick us up, and of course this is late at night, and her hair would be in curlers, and she had on her, her robe. Yeah. And Barbara found these two guys that we had been dancing with, and they were on. The, we were on the causeway going home, and they pull up beside us. There, and Barbara's trying to shove her mother down. I don't want anything to see you. And she's like, I'm driving. I'm driving. And Barbara's pushing she's her driving. down. She's <laughs> Barbara's pushing her Excuse down. Excuse me. She has to be above the. Oh, it was so. We had so much fun back then. It was just so it. much yeah. fun. Yeah. Is Billy still alive? No, Billy passed. May the 24th of 2019, and Barbara followed him six months later. And now for our museum moment. We have our speaker series in July, which is going to be the history of Dunedin. We'll have our South Ward Day, which will be September 25th. Anyone that is associated with South Ward, either going to school here or working here, we invite you to come and join the day. Tampa Bay... Expo of Museums is going to be October 16th from 10 to 2. We are going to be featuring all the local museums in Pinellas County. And November 6th, we're going to have our fall fish fry here at the museum. Our museum is open every Saturday from 10 to 2. Monday through Friday is by appointment. Please check our Facebook page and our website for all events and activities. Thank you so much.